Hello everyone and welcome to episode 83 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host, Risky the Kid, and joining me this week, my co-host, Moose. What's up, buddy? Hey yo. Our apologies to everybody. We can't seem to all get together uh, this time of year, but I mean, it's the holidays, right? It's a, and we're seven hours apart. So And, and it, yeah, that doesn't make things any easier. Uh, so bears off this week. So it's just the two of us. It is a mailbag episode, so no guest hosts either. So, hey, another one of these shows. You're welcome. This will be a good one, I promise. Anyways. Wow. You're making promises for me now? Uh, yeah, promises for both of us because uh, <laughs> we're going to keep the show under 45 minutes with it being a uh, question mailbag thing. So There you go. It's going to be an express Christmas. It's going to be the best thing ever. Without further ado, another week in gaming. What have we all been playing? Let's start with something that you and I have both dove into this week, and that is Hades. Uh, you picked this up yes, on sir. Steam. We're in a, a nice little family together, so I had a chance to try this out as well. Yeah. Um. What, what do you or here? First, I'll just it's it's an isometric. I'm just gonna say this because everybody loves it when we say this kind of stuff. But it's an isometric roguelite. Uh, it's it's pretty beat 'em up. You're definitely hacking and slashing a whole bunch. Um, it's made by Super Giant Studios. Uh, they're the people that did Bastion. Uh. What yeah, else did you? We I just talked about this. Uh, Pyre? Pyre, right? Yeah, Pyre, exactly. They're quickly becoming one of my favorite indie developers, I think. They're, yeah, they're dope. And this new game, uh, it's in early access right now. Um, with They're expecting a 1.0 release sometime in 2020. But for now, what we have, I think, is a great little game. Um, the storyline, as far as that goes, you are the son of Hades. His name is Zagreus, and what you're trying to do here is you're trying to get out of hell and make it up to Mount Olympus to join uh, the rest of the gods, uh, like Poseidon, Zeus, all those people. Right. So you got to get to Olympus to party, and you're grounded in your room. That's the way I took it, right? I, yeah, that's what it seems like. like <laughs> every time you finish a run, you kind of end up back down at like the house of Hades. Uh, and you can have mm-hmm. little conversations with your dad and he's just like, you're never getting out of here. What's the point? Go to your room. And then like the narrator, which by the way, the narrator in this game is great. Like all of them, all the voices in it are really mm-hmm. good. And if you played Bastion, you kind of yep. knew that was coming because that game I think does that phenomenally well. Um, yeah, they just have a, a great arsenal of VO actors that I guess they're not letting anybody else use because every time they nail it with the voiceover work they, and the music. Yeah, for sure. Especially, like, the the best soundtrack that I can think of from these games so far is Pyre. I don't know if you've played much of that I yet. I haven't. Um, that's a lot of, like, stringy music, like, um, kind of like southern southern rock, kind of. Uh, okay. And it's Some a, it, banjos in there. Yeah, exactly. And it works really well with that game. I think the soundtrack's good as well. Um, but yeah, each character, each God that you run into, um, well, you don't necessarily run into them. They drop these things called boons, which are power-ups essentially. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, when you pick these up, you'll have a little dialogue with whatever God dropped it. So like Poseidon might drop you a power-up that makes it sort of at the end of your dash, you do like a water area of effect thing or something. And before he gives it to you, he gives you a little, Mm -hmm. uh, piece of dialogue and each one of them does it. Uh, I think it's 
know, it's all it's all really well done. Right, and it's all um, procedurally generated, so it's never the same run and it's never the same god. So you have different bonuses and different powers every time you make a run. Yeah, so like between the like the rooms are procedurally generated, and then also like the powers you get because usually, well, right. not usually, I guess, but um, you'll have two ways you can go. Like, and you might see the symbol of like Poseidon mm-hmm. if you go right, and that means you're gonna get something from Poseidon, or you might see something with like right. uh, a heart over there that might give you some health, or poison, or, right? Or, right. Um, so you kind of know what your reward is gonna be once you get through the next. Um, Room. encounter room or whatever mm-hmm. right um i haven't gotten very far i think that i think my furthest run is like 10 rooms so i think you've gotten quite a bit further than me I, I made it to like the first boss fight once but my health was so depleted by that point that like i think he hit me once or twice and back to the beginning yeah so that's i made it up to the second boss um which i didn't stand a chance but also at this point that first boss you run into uh, once you get going mm-hmm. and start uh, amassing more abilities uh, that carry over, oh right, uh, it's it's really easy to get up to her and it's easier to handle her because one thing that you can collect are these keys, mm-hmm. um, and if you have enough keys, you can unlock weapons at the start. And this isn't like because right. I was thinking it was going to be like Dead Cells where if you unlock a weapon, it would just could potentially show up in a run for you. But this is no. You get it right from the yeah. Beginning. This is hey. You have an arsenal. I think as of now, once you unlock everything, it's four different weapons. It's like a sword, a bow, a, a shield, a shield, and then my favorite one. It's like a spear, but it's a spear that you throw okay. and then comes back to you. Um, so oh, nice. I haven't unlocked that one yet. I've had. I just have the shield. It's the last one. Yeah. I got. So it's awesome because you can throw it out. It'll stick, and then when you pull it back, it'll also do damage again if it goes through the same person. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, and then if you hold down your spear, uh, it's not your special button because that's how you throw it. Uh, you're just like your normal attack button X that you can, right. if you hold it, yeah, if you hold down X all the way, he'll like charge up and then do a big area of effect like spinning attack where he smashes the ground. So like, okay, it's really good for small minions if they're all around you, but it also has like single target damage, which is super high. It's definitely a lot of fun. I, I right. enjoy that weapon a lot. Um, as Have far- you tried it with mouse and keyboard at all, or did you just go straight to controller? Um, I went straight to controller because it literally says, like, in the right, introduction, it's like, it. hey, we suggest you play this with the controller. The issue that I am running into because of using the high stick on my controller is a lot of times if I flick in a direction, the stick uh-huh. flicks back and makes him point the opposite way. So oh, if I'm not actually yeah. holding it down in the direction I want to go, I'm just shooting the wrong direction. I'm getting used to it now. Right. But I think it's just because of the weight of the high stick that when I flick it, instead of like pushing it and holding it over there, it kind of sometimes it jumps back and just goes slightly back the other way. And then my guy's facing the wrong direction. It's like, son of a or, you know, it's not difficult for you to switch out thumbsticks. They just literally twist off as my kids show me every day and well i'm gonna <laughs> that's very funny <laughs> they're just they dude like i'll literally see them walking around with one of my thumbsticks in their hands i'm like nope that's definitely not yep, yours that, that, that goes back in daddy's special case with his expensive <laughs> controller yeah um to be fair i didn't even think that it was a high stick issue until like right at this moment so <laughs> yeah that makes will, sense you know, a little pendulum yeah, effect. Yeah, so I'll try to uh, switch that out and see if it makes a difference. I didn't touch it with mouse and keyboard, okay. though, and I think that's... No, I tried whatever. it the first round, and literally, because it's kind of at a 45-degree angle, like you said, iso- isometric, 
And so you have to hold down W and D to walk forward, or you have, you know you have to hold down two commands in order to move. Yeah, it's probably not direction. great. I'm so, sure if you nah. if you start with mouse and keyboard, then it might be fine because you get used to it. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, or maybe hot hot key things because I don't know. Maybe you know if you could hot key like E Z C, all the ones around it to walk in those directions it might yeah be better, i don't know i'll, I'll take knows. the developer's word and just uh use my controller right. yeah and this game actually um it i was i saw it at e3 at one of the presentations or one of the i can't remember which one it was but uh it, it intrigued me and i was like bummer it's only for pc and then i just ever since i started dabbling on the pc i, I kept my eye on it and finally went on sale for a little bit it's like a 25 dollars game right now which early access i know that seems like kind of a lot but supposedly it's supposed to have a lot of um new dlc and stuff coming out as well so it's it's worth the money but i think I that's picked the it best up part of like this type of game is like so really since everything's procedurally generated you throw out a few new rooms every month maybe a few different enemy types maybe some new bosses it's like something you can easily right right easily implement a new um, weapon yeah just exactly. new things over time which is great um all right what what else did i have to say about this because i did write some things down um oh so the currency like i said it's a rogue light so you are mm -hmm. there is progress that's being carried over uh from run to run and what you're collecting are these Ugh. like soul it almost looks like souls right they're like little purple the, stones uh, yeah okay right so i was i just call them crystals because i don't know what they're actually called okay but um yeah yeah so you can collect these crystals and that's the thing where uh sometimes when you have these options like i could go this way to go and i know i'll get a zeus boon which will help me out with some type of electricity or you can go left right. where it's just uh straight up these crystals so you know like hey that'll be good for my next run um when your run ends you kind of go back to Hades' house or whatever, and then on your way out, you can go to the mirror in your room, and that's where you level up your guy. Uh, the things you can level up, which are super useful, are things like being able to dash back-to-back. -back. So, mm -hmm. like, I unlocked that, which is a huge game-changer because you can traverse so much faster to get out of the way of things. Right, you can pretty much move across the whole room, right? Yeah, exactly. And another one is uh, you can get, I think, up to three health back per room that you clear which doesn't sound like yeah, a that's ton key. but if you're doing like a 20 to 40 room run like that that amounts very quickly and some of these like even just mini bosses in the rooms will take a half of a health bar with one strike so. if they hit you yes but some of those yeah. bosses are brutal like the first time i don't know her full name but her name's meg funny enough it's meg right. something and he actually mm -hmm. calls her meg uh, the first couple times I fought her, it was just brutal, got beat down. But now, uh, as you're kind <laughs> yeah. of getting some of these powers and just learning the game, she's kind of a breeze at this point, especially with the double dash, like getting out of the way of a lot of her stuff that just right. goes across the whole entire room. Uh, it's all about learning the attacks and, you know, knowing what you, the counterattack to it, just like any souls or, or secure game that you know we seem to <laughs> yeah any game we seem to be toward yeah, gravitated towards precisely um and then lastly i think touching on the story for me i think it, it's a it's an awesome premise for a roguelite right like you're yeah. doing each run to get out of hell but it also makes complete sense that you might die and you're obviously just going to respawn in hell. Like, yeah, exactly. You end up back where you started because that's where you And then you, you go. have all the gods to pull from, and when you voice them uh, and you actually – like Achilles, for example, is one person who actually is in it's, 
the yeah he's like an npc in your in your yeah, house he's like he's there so it kind of takes the sting out of getting killed every time because you're gonna go back and he'll be like oh man you lost to meg again or you lost to like they'll, they'll do dialogue that's kind of dependent on how you died the last run which is awesome uh, but then he'll just give you a little more a little more story of maybe how he got there. Right. Um, and there's a bunch of these characters that are around that you can talk to. And you can uh, you can like give them gifts and things as well as like as well as the the currency you can carry over like certain things that you get off enemies that you kill. And if you give them to some of the NPCs in your house, then they'll give you bonuses or buffs or things. Yeah, as well. or even just little pieces of dialogue I found. It's just I don't know. The whole the whole story right. is just it's such a good idea. It's such a perfect game type for the yeah. story. Like it's just it, it works so well. And I think it plays yeah. incredibly well. It's super smooth. I might be in love. This game's good. yeah. I figured you might like it, and so now we're a family. Oh, and it's so everybody's good. Everybody's happy. Definitely. Uh, I think. Do we decide it's PC only right now? I think. Yes, it is. It's only in Steam. Okay, I, I would assume 1.0, like the actual launch. You're probably seeing. I should have looked yeah, it up. It's got to come. Hopefully, this is for everybody. Right. It's got to come to the consoles. But if you can get your hands on it, I definitely suggest giving it a shot. Do you have anything else you wanted to talk about on this? No. Game? I need to play it some more. Yes, but I my gaming time is so limited right I now. I know so. how long how long has your family been over at this point? Eight thousand years. Uh, yeah, they got here on the thirteenth, so ten days. Yeah, it's pretty much ten thousand years, I think. And right, and then well, they actually been a lot of help too because they babysit, and you know, me and my wife were able to go to an Avalanche game, stay in Denver, and then go to the Bronco game the next day. With, you know, my mom actually gave us the tickets to the Avs game and watched our kids. So, without them being here, none of that would have happened. So, you know. And we're able to record the podcast on a Monday, which we don't normally can't do. Exactly. So, maybe family's yep, all right they're, sometimes. They're out shopping with grandma Woo-hoo! right now. Uh, the, the day this drops will so. be Christmas Eve. So, if you celebrate Christmas, yes. Merry Christmas. Merry yeah, Christmas. the animals. And, um... I don't know if <laughs> we want to talk about it, but we uh, did do Secret Santa this year. So, oh, good um, lord, was it not <laughs> everything it could have been? <laughs> oh boy, he thank thank you so much for trying hard, Bear, but it was a uh, a bit of a blunder. It was a fail. We we had a lot of region locked codes go out to people that could no longer right. open those games. <laughs> So I think next year we might try to do something a little different. Um, maybe a white elephant game giveaway, something like that. Or keep it who knows. country to country. <laughs> yeah, keep it within you know <laughs> the same same side of the sea there. Cause <laughs> buying each other cross Atlantic codes is uh, turned out to be quite uh, difficult. We, to be fair, Bear laid out the rules, told the people what they had to do, who to go through to get the game. Right. Games. Yeah. It's fine. It's the thought that counts. I got to see what game I would have had, and I was excited about it. And so you, that's you, something. And you bought yourself a game. So And, oh, God. If you're interested in this story, hop into Discord, and we'll tell you all about it. Or just go into the Secret Santa channel on Discord, and you can just watch the whole thing play out right there. Yeah, that'll probably be deleted oh, shortly. I'm so sure. Not as quickly. soon as Bear hears this, he's like, oh, God. Yeah. Evidence. Yep. Kill it all. Forgot about that. <laughs> But yeah, Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, Merry Christmas, everybody. Hopefully you all get uh, the games. And it's actually Hanukkah time right now, too. So happy Hanukkah as well. But hopefully you get 
all the games and game time that you want this year. Oh, that's all we could really ask for, right? It's I, just time. I just need <laughs> I just time want more time point. for Christmas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I need the whole family to ship out for a couple weeks, and then you'll be good. I almost had that option, but I chose to go. So, <laughs> so close. Yeah. Um. All right, next game. We talked about Hades. Hades is awesome. Uh, I'll mm-hmm. talk quick about Sekiro because I wasn't around. Oh, I have two games I need to talk about quick. I'll start with I'll start with Sekiro um because i know you got a chance to play this obviously uh and talked about it a little bit last week and all i can really do is echo (laughs) exactly the things you said because this is um, by far the hardest game i've ever tried to play yeah and i've never had something make me want to smash my head against my monitor more in my life so does that mean you're never shipping it back to me or I'll be getting it shortly. Uh, it might be in the microwave right now. Just <laughs> oh, sweet, get, getting ruined. So, I just got a copy of Control. <laughs> exactly. Got it. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> At least you have a chance to beat that one. Um. Yeah. Yeah, dude, Sekiro. Holy cow! I understand how a lot of people have this as their game of the year. Right. Uh, it's it beautiful. Wo- it won game of the year at the Game of the Year awards. Which way did you go with the language? Because default is Japanese, but I went English. I went English. As, as, uh, okay. as much as I would have liked it to be uh, Japanese, so it's like what they intended and how they made the game. It's just, nah, just, I'm not into right. reading. That's a whole lot of reading. I, I don't play games exactly. Um, uh, But yeah, I think the, the combat's awesome. What this game is really good at doing is giving you a challenge. And... Once you have bashed your head against the wall enough times, you finally get enough, you pick up enough steam and momentum and gain enough knowledge to finally take out this challenge, which is generally a giant man with a sword trying to murder you. With multiple death blows that it, he has to have oh, and that's, in order that's, to kill him. That's great. The first guy you run into has two of them. So I go and I kill him once, and then he's alive again. And I was like, oh. This isn't great. What I did and, learn... And now you have no health or no pellets and Exactly. <laughs> and one thing that I you might have mentioned is that playing stealth in this game is super advantageous. Oh, yeah. It's key. Because you can literally take out... For like normal people who you only have to do one death blow on, kill them in one shot. Done. Right. It, it becomes a stealth game, and I think it's really good at that. Uh, you have, and it also doesn't bring in other guys by making a bunch of noise. Yeah, because that's the last thing you need is four dudes who take off a quarter right. of your health every hit, just standing around you trying to murder you. Not great. Right. Um, They're all just taking turns playing whack a mole. Precisely. So this first boss you run into, he has uh, he needs two death blows. And for the longest time, I was I had forgotten what you said about sneaking up on him and taking out one life. So I had to get through this dude twice. I have. I have to somehow live mm-hmm. through all of his baloney uh, and kill him twice. Oh my God. There's no better feeling than when you finally get that second death blow mm-hmm. and he's just like, yep. dead. He goes away and you collect all his money and whatever crap he has on him and go down the hill to die from somebody else. Exactly. And that's what, that's <laughs> why I, I completely understand why people love this game so much. I just don't think I am built mentally right <laughs> so and to be able to make it all the way through this game there's no story mode to play on there's no difficulty to turn it down or up it's it, just hard it, and that's the uh, that's the thing is that mastering this game must feel like the most incredible accomplishment because i just got this yeah. shot of euphoria 
from killing one boss that I had spent 13 tries on trying to kill him. Like, that's like I said, I'm probably only an hour into the game, but I've played it for three or four hours. Yeah, that's (laughs) that is perfect because I think I may have gotten to my first like big boss and I've put like six, five or six hours into the game and I've done nothing somehow. Uh, it's just one of those you just keep on the shelf and you're like, eh, all right, 30 minutes of punishment. Let's see what we can yeah, do. And, and I don't even think that's the best way to play it because you probably will have forgotten <laughs> half the stuff you needed to, unless you're playing it daily for like a half hour. It's like, I will get through this game in 17 right. That years. may be the way to do it. It's just to play 30 to 45 minutes every day or every other day. And yeah, I just know that. Just take deep breaths and try to make a little bit of progress. At that was time. the thing. Like when I was getting started to get like pissed which I don't right. generally do that often. Like that's when I was like, all right, I'm just going to start having negative feelings about this game because I suck at it. And like, yeah. that's not fun for anyone. So take a deep breath. Like you said, maybe take a day off, come back to it. Yeah. Um, that's why my uh, NBA guy is almost to a 90 at this point. Just like I said, I think last week is just he's your breath you know, of fresh air. You're uh, yeah. I just go score 40 on somebody little and I feel better NBA therapy sessions. Exactly. <laughs> that's great. Um, yeah, Sekiro's dope though, and uh, I think the the traversal is also really cool with his little grappling hook, uh, sneaking around. Yeah, it's like what he, uh, it's not really a spoiler because it's at the beginning of the game, but like he gets his arm cut off, and this weirdo guy <laughs> comes and just like without asking you anything or anything, just attaches this like robot skeleton hand to like, you yeah hey, i saw you were sleeping there, there without an arm so i uh, i stuck <laughs> yeah. this one on it i just had it laying around okay great all right and then you can get different mods for it throughout the game that'll help you but i have yet to figure out how to use yeah like i've got advantage. a sweet shuriken mod that does like no damage to the bosses when i need to fight them right it just basically yep. gets their it's attention it's like throwing a rock at a giant bully like a pebble <laughs> it's just like doop. yeah nothing um so i don't know we're probably doing it wrong oh but, we're 100 percent doing yeah, it wrong let us, and we're just not let, good i guess um yeah. but speaking of weirdos that you're doing this game probably the, my favorite thing so far is the dude that is just like your test <laughs> yeah. dummy he's just like i i can't die so uh if you want to chop my head off or yeah. just practice some moves on me i will die and come have back your life. way with me so, it it's ridiculous and there's also one in hades i don't know right. if you ran into it yet yeah the guy the in, skeleton your room. in your room yeah he's just like i'm just here for you to kill me <laughs> it's like, all right great <laughs> uh sekiro why are you so hard i think that's why sekiro has that just so when you get angry you can just go beat up that guy right? and it's feel not, better it's, it's not to learn anything it's literally just to take no. out some aggression and stress <laughs> just kill exactly him. just button mash for a few minutes oh uh, yeah yeah um you want to talk about some Sea of Thieves? Sure. What are you getting into in the Sea of Thieves? Well, you, myself, and Jesse jumped in last week and uh, checked out the holiday event. Do you remember what it was called? No. Okay. Um, Not the dawning. No, that's the other one that we can talk <laughs> about in a little bit. But uh, it's um it's a holiday event, and you've got to go see um, Stitcher Jim. More, yeah, not, there he not is. Cre- creep. Jim. I feel like we gave him so many names that night because we couldn't figure out what his name was. <laughs> Creeper Jim, Skinny Jim, right? <laughs> no, Stitcher Jim. There we are. So um, basically, you've got to go 
collect packages for Stitcher Jim and deliver them all to the big Christmas tree in the middle of the map, which is at one of the outposts, isn't it? Uh, I think it might have actually just one on the ram- random islands. It's uh, it's the it's the one that has oh, like a okay. big center mass that's buried. Uh, if you play a lot of Sea of Thieves, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you don't, then it doesn't matter anyways. Right. Because the center mast has become a Christmas yes, tree. Yes, it's awesome. And that's where you deliver your presents to. So there's um, three different quest types, I believe. But they all essentially revolve around collecting presents and what? turning them in at the Christmas tree. <laughs> Just like every other event yeah. in Sea of Thieves. Yeah, it's... it's yeah, so basically they just recycle gold hoarders and you do it for Christmas presents. To be fair, I can't think of another thing that I could like do as far as like quest lines go. Like well, a lot yeah. of it, you're either killing things, digging stuff up, or you're transporting things. Like what else do you do as a pirate? Right. And it's, you know, it's it, I think every Christmas present is worth the balloons and it just happened they have a uh, uh, an advent calendar going on right now in Sea of Thieves, and it just happened to be that night we jumped on. It was double the balloon day. Double the balloon day. So I think we made like 150 Dude. doubloons in like an hour or two. It was so good. Uh, one thing so. we got to check out, which I hadn't played since it was a thing, but uh, they introduced the fireballs, like pretty essentially a right. fire grenade that you can throw. Hand what? grenades, yeah, Maltovs. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't really do anything but right. throw them at like, each other. I threw so. one at the ship at some point to see how that happened. Then you kind of just chase right. each other around at the end of the night. Yep. It's like, well, I have five of these, so I guess I'm going to throw them at my friends. Yeah, the fire the fire mechanic in that, like watching the, the ship That's, catch on it, fire. It looks so good because think about really cool. how much time they spent on making the water look incredible. Like right. they did the same thing with the fire. Not as incredible, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, and another cool thing, since like fire is just a fire, thing in the game now, yeah. is that when you're fighting, like we did a skeleton for it, and when you're fighting skeletons, if you hit a barrel and explode it, the people that are on the outskirts of the explosion that don't die, they actually catch on fire, so then there's these right. flaming skeletons charging at you, and it's just, it's so good, dude. And it's I think so you can take burn damage as well as uh, Yeah, they'll catch you on is, fire, right? and then if you don't go and hop in the ocean quick enough, you're going to burn to death. Right. So it's a good time to hop into Sea of Thieves. Um, check out their website for their advent calendar and see what bonuses are available every day. And Definitely. Even if you're just hopping in to grab whatever they might be selling. Or, right. Because like I think they give away a cosmetic every day as well as they have some sort of event going on. Like the double the balloons. Woo, woo. You, are, you guys yeah. already missed the best day. So sorry. Rip. Well, I think it may be coming back around. If it is, we need but to like hop I back said, in for that. Check the calendar. Maybe I'll post it in Discord so that everybody knows. Good idea. Alrighty. Um, now your favorite game. Let's talk about oh it. Oh, God. We could talk about Destiny 2 forever, couldn't we? <laughs> Might be turning into a Destiny 2 podcast if you had your choice. <laughs> Sit down and listen to me. Um, Yeah. the uh, Destiny 2 has their dawning event. That's their Christmas event that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um I want to call her Tess Everest, but that's not her name. Who's the Christmas baking lady? There's no way you remember her name. No Eva, way, Eva Levante. That's her name. There you go. All I know is it's about cakes and pies, <laughs> cakes and pies. Yeah, so they have a fun little thing going on right now. Uh, obviously, the new season has started, so we're all the, – well, the people that are playing are all grinding that pretty hard. Uh, I'm trying, dude. I'm, like, level four right now. I feel so terrible. Hey, you'll get there. There's... Like, I – 
I, I literally planned on coming home last night and putting a good two or three hours in, and I sat down in my chair and woke up at one thirty in the morning, just like what? And we sat happened? there waiting. We had like five people all in a party, and we're like, yeah, I think Moose <laughs> I will be know. here. Yeah, he'll be here, guys. Moose is always yep. good to play games unless yep. he's passed out on a recliner somewhere. Yeah, I only slept for three hours the night previously. So. Well, well, well deserved. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so the dawning's happening, uh, and their thing that they're doing is uh, you make baked goods, essentially, and you have to dole them out to all the people uh, in the universe. You're, like every one of them. Yeah, they, uh, the things you're collecting, like if you kill some cabal, you get some cabal oil, and if you kill some vex, you get right. some vex milk. So you're <laughs> essentially just getting, this sounds so dumb, <laughs> uh, but you're just you're collecting all these ingredients, and then you're baking them in this little oven, uh, and then it makes specific like cookies or treats that are only good for certain characters so maybe shacks might like uh the explosive cookies or something and you have to go deliver them to him and then you get uh, right the best way is just look up a guide because if not you're just wasting <laughs> you're just wasting materials yes there's uh there's whole ingredient maps <laughs> that you can look at um the best thing if you're just trying to grind through this season though is uh the cooking lady her bounties are double XP. So you can pick up five daily. You can pick up the extra ones. And there's also weeklies. Uh, pick all that stuff up and just wow. shoot up through that rank. I'm already at like 38 or 39 on the stupid season pass. We still have 80 days to go. You need children. I need, uh, well, yeah, <laughs> I guess that that would solve some of this. No, it's just it's just me being envious. I, I <laughs> Like when I actually have time to game, I'm just like, oh, I'm so well, that's, tired. I also, I'm just gonna sit down for five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> we lead such different lives. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, I also have. So I bought a new laptop back on Black Friday that handles Destiny really well. So I bring that to work with me, and then like on lunch, I've got an hour that I can just grind out whatever. Just it's so easy. Just hop in, do a few bounties or whatever. I don't know. All, it, all the little things help in that game. There's so much to be doing, and everything you're doing is working towards uh, either the season pass or a new exotic weapon or whatever. They're, Destiny's in a really good place, and I think that's why I'm so hooked on it. And I definitely implore anyone to that's ever thought about it uh, to get back into it. It's free as well. Like, and they're doing a uh, content update sale right now that you can get it on any platform for like 33 bucks if you missed any of it. So for that goes for Forsaken up to currently, I think, right? Yeah, and just like the amount of con, like we're in Shadowkeep right now, which was a decent update DLC thing. Uh, for right, Forsaken's Forsaken's way like though. twice the size. <laughs> So there's there's an endless right. amount of stuff you can be doing in that game right now. Uh, and if you're into Destiny, hit me up wherever. Um, we've got a little clan uh, with a bunch of people in it. So do that for sure. Yeah, Destiny 2 is great. Yeah, we'll talk about it more next week, I'm sure. <laughs> I'll try my best not to make you guys suffer through this game. Hey, dude, you I'm care. the one that I put it on the list. I was not going to so. talk about Destiny, and then I saw you put it there, and I was like, good for you. Let's if there's it. yeah, if there's something new going on, you know, I figured yeah. we'd mention I, it. I love holiday drops or holiday like content update updates. Right, in all games, they're, events. They're usually all just, if nothing else, they're just fun. And then sometimes you get really good stuff, which is great. Right. Um. All right. Before we go into the news, I wasn't here last week, obviously, and you guys did Game Pass Roulette. Um. And was that game was Rage Two? Uh. You guys talked about it. It sounded like you guys weren't. It was not great. 
It sounds like you guys weren't the biggest fans of it. No, how about you? Um, I'm here to play devil's advocate a little bit. Uh Uh-oh. A little, a little bit. Okay, it's not the best game in the world. I realize that. I also don't think it's a hot pile of garbage. Um, And I'm surprised that you actually didn't like it more because I was getting, like, some real doom vibes as far as like how fast paced it but is and how you pick up like heals from things you kill it just wasn't smooth though everything was clunky like it oh, felt see, like the that was another thing you was... said i didn't i don't know where don't were you know. playing it on xbox on my xbox yeah i played it on pc but i don't think it would have made that unless it's maybe locked at 30 frames on rage turning yeah just turning to the targets felt like it was super slow like i don't know it just it didn't feel good to me. That's how I feel with Wolfenstein too. Like something between Wolfenstein and Doom, they did differently. And okay. I, for some reason, you know, Doom is awesome, and there's something about Wolfenstein that I just can't get around. Yeah, and I think a big part of if you can't get into the the story, like the hook of that, I think that's a huge pulling mm-hmm. force to get you through that game and the Wolfenstein games. Yeah, actually, yeah, all the cutscenes in that. they're horrendous actually yeah they are in the second game there's a pregnant lady covered in blood just blowing people away and it is just it's the most ridiculously incredible and yeah that's what I think will keep me playing through the the Wolfenstein games but Rage I just I didn't care about anybody in this story Uh, yeah I don't think there was I didn't run into any characters granted I didn't get super far into this game uh, but I yeah. didn't really care that much about anyone. Like if anyone died or like if people had names, right. I didn't really well, know what they were. Like the, very early you run into this dude who's like, oh, it's a ranger. The rangers are here. And he goes and tries to fight this giant monster and then it just picks him up and bites his head off. And you're like, oh, well. Right. Eats him. And he's gone. <laughs> yeah. It's all way over the top, you know. And like I wish that they could have kept the IP of Mad Max because it probably could have been a really good game. That's what I I'd wrote down. I said it feels a lot like Doom mixed in with some Far Cry as far as the open world stuff. Right. And then the whole thing is just covered in Mad Max. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, because that's what it's supposed to be. Exactly. And them not being able to lock down that uh, IP right. is just kind of like, IP. well, here, here's another thing that's set yeah. in the desert. Let's dig out Rage from yeah, the Yeah, what IP days. do we have? Because everybody loved that <laughs> game, right? Because I remember they came out with Rage 2. I was like, Rage yeah, well, 2? Was the when initial was Rage, Rage 1? Um, so another thing that I think works in my favor, or, or like me liking it, I, I don't. I really wish I could figure out what you don't like about the shooting, because I actually thought it was really good. So I wonder if that's just a settings thing or a platforms thing. Right. Um, either way. I wonder if, if I had it on PC, it probably would have been a lot more responsive. Because, you know, it, even when we switch back and forth on controller on destiny and pc i you know it always feels like you turn so much slower so yeah it could be just a, a locked frames thing too on xbox just knock up the uh sensitivity a little bit and then you'll right. just never be able to turn hit anything nine. <laughs> <laughs> right just spray the walls like bear yep um but yeah i like i really have enjoyed every far cry game that's come out the last few years uh, I know a lot of people are fatigued on that formula mm-hmm. as far as like, hey, here's a bunch of things on the map. Go and check them off because that's that's definitely what this game is. Like I right. go to an outpost and then it's like, well, there's one chest here. There's uh, two upgrades uh, and maybe a boss you have to kill. And you actually see them getting like ticked off. And it's that weird like OCD thing right. that keeps me locked into one fort for X amount of time. Like I mm-hmm. love that stuff. It's, 
it's just like they, they're like, all right, what was successful in, in games in the last five years? Open world, um, check, you know, check the boxes. It's like, okay, let's just throw all that into this game and put some neon colors into it. I was saying, what's the best color palette? Right. Bright and loud? Done. Bright pink everywhere. Far Cry, I, I haven't played whatever new the new Far Cry is. Yeah, but that's what I yeah. hear. Is they just kind of put some neon paint on um, Far Cry 5. And there you so, go. Yeah, I don't think it's anything groundbreaking by any means. Uh, and I think most people would agree. Um, but yeah, I thought right. the shooting was good. I thought some of the powers you get, like the dash dodge is cool to like get out of the way of stuff or maybe traverse. Uh, like if you have to jump along platform, you can jump up in the air and then do like a dash forward to maybe cover some area that you normally couldn't jump across. Uh, I think the second thing I unlocked was like a force push or it was called shatter or something mm-hmm. where you could like hit shielded enemies really hard uh, and it would knock them down. So right. they'd be like open to attack. Em. Yeah. Like stun them. Right. Um, I didn't get to it yet, but uh, I'm pretty sure there's a double jump in there that you get eventually, which might is I'm assuming is okay. a huge game changer. Oh yeah, no doubt. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. It's I just don't think it's terrible. I don't think it's good. I don't think it's bad. I think it it, lay, it lands somewhere right in the middle for me. Like hard to recommend at any price that's like over twenty dollars, but it's in Game that's Pass. It's not Game Pass, right? So I, I wouldn't play it if it wasn't in Game Pass. I think that's a fair assessment. I think because it is in Game Pass, I give it a hit because you're not paying anything for it. I'm sure you guys gave it misses. But yeah. <laughs> um, any game that has enemies that are hitting grenades with baseball bats towards me, like <laughs> that, yeah, I can get behind sure. that. That's exciting stuff. Borderlands, and, like Scottman said, you know, last week, I, it makes me want to play Borderlands. And if that's you're going to play a wild, zany, open-world right. game in the desert... <laughs> exactly might as well play borderlands there's already you know somebody in that lane and they do it very well yeah it it's definitely some mediocre parts taken or the best parts of other games implemented mediocrely in this game i guess yeah that you know sometimes the sum of what is it they say the sum of the parts is not the whole it's definitely something like that yes yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, Rage Two. It, it's a hit for me because it's in Game Pass. I I probably wouldn't have been happy if I was a day one adopter and spent sixty dollars on it because you played this game before. It's just maybe it has some extra color thrown in it and a few more movement traversal tools. Well, I like your optimism. Hey, it's what I bring to this show, Mister Brightside. Mister Brightside. That's what they called me in high school. That's not a good thing. Yeah, probably not. Um, all right, let's get into some news. All right, Moose. Yes, sir. What is going on in the news this week? So, uh, Sony's got a, uh, back paddle attachment to their, um, DualShock 4 controller. Have you heard about it? Finally keeping up with the times. Well, kind of. So they announced via their blog um, that a new plug-and-play backpedal adapter works with the current PS4 DualShock 4 controller. Um, The the features include two programmable back buttons and a high-fidelity OLED screen. And you can uh, remap up to 16 different functions from the controller to these back buttons and save up to three different profiles. Uh, it'll be available on the 23rd of January for 30 bucks us. Not sure about UK. 
Yeah, so I mean, essentially, it's just something that you stick on the back of the controller, and now you have <laughs> back paddles. Yeah, it, it literally plugs into your head headphone jack. Perfect. What a great way to do that. So, yeah, what and it's... it's it's got a little like LCD or I guess OLED screen that's on the front of the controller that shows you, I guess, what it's programmed to at the current time or what setting you have it on. For like why though? What? <laughs> I don't Yeah, I don't know. I, hopefully it's not lit up all the time. That'll get real annoying. I better have to tap that thing but, to make it wake up. Um, yeah, right. And it, I'm sure going through the 3.5 millimeter jack is going to be super good for latency and things like that. Right? Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm don't think there's anything good about this <laughs> um one thing that when we brought this story up in discord rocker mentioned he said what are the chances that this isn't compatible with the dual shock 5 when it comes out next year uh, that'd be so like, terrible oh the whole bottom of the controller is just completely different with different it would just be the stuff. worst most crappiest move for their customers and consumers like yeah hey you guys finally have an option for this without having to go through and buy like a 200 dollars scuff controller or something uh but you don't get to use it next generation sorry i think it's cool and it's not super expensive but it's right. kind of like meh. i think you know back buttons are almost like a pay to win type deal they they give you such an advantage i love especially in games like destiny where i'm jumping up right. in the air and shooting all yeah. the time and you can spin and jump at the same time and reload or right slide and that or... is a pay to win mechanic but i was using uh the a on my back paddle in hades to dash a oh lot. yeah like that was that was super useful being able to still aim where i needed to aim right. and be able to dash like it's Good for you, PlayStation people. I hope it's actually a good product, <laughs> but we'll see. Yeah, it, it looks, it doesn't look like it. It looks kind of cheap to me. Well, does it, it just kind of looks like an adapter that like Hori or somebody would have made, like kind of like a cheap like thing that you throw I've, on Amazon. I've been, I've been burned by them before. Haven't we all? That that Maybe. Xbox controller for the PlayStation or whatever it was. The thing is such <laughs> What junk. a piece of garbage. It made me like the DualShock 4. The trigger's don't even work yikes so oh well let's go to the next thing have uh you been to Redbox lately i try my best to utilize Redbox as often as i can well it's gonna come to an end my friend Redbox is having an everything must go sale um they're moving away from their game rentals as a and are currently having a fire sale on all their titles that they currently own uh the company company recently tweeted out after evaluating changes in the industry, they were going to focus solely on physical movies. Their loss is now ours to gain. Check your Redbox. Uh, check out actually Redbox.com for the boxes in your local area to see what's left. Yeah, I think that uh, this is. You're gonna have to get GameFly, huh? This is horrible, horrible news. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I used to, I've used Redbox on countless times. Like where I I end up spending right. like six or seven dollars to get through a whole game that would have taken me or would have cost 60, me like 60 bucks yeah. red boxes saved me a ton of money over my gaming career so that kind of sucks uh but like you said their loss is our gain so get out there and buy some there's so many games that you've probably missed this year that like games I, that came out weeks like a couple weeks or ago. yeah or that like there's uh, yeah if i have to have physical media for a th- quarter of the price that i would normally pay for it whatever i'll get right. up to put in a new disc that's fine yeah. 
I'm just saying, if you're at your grocery store, gas station, McDonald's, whatever, Give just a look. pop onto the red box real quick and just see what they got for five bucks because you might be surprised. Rest in peace, red box. Sorry, risky. Yeah, I'll figure it out. That's right. We're a family now, so we just buy everything on Steam. Woo! Master race. <laughs> so uh, Typhoon Studios is acquired by Stadia. Um, this is kind of like another one of those uh, super group companies with uh, heads from other studios that all join together. Um, they're creating a game called Journey to the Savage Planet, and now they're part of the Stadia um, stables, I guess is a good way to say it. Uh, they'll continue working on their title for multiple platforms and will also work on their integrating integration with stadia at the same time so i think stadia does this more for a future type deal um and just kind of get some yeah because this was obviously an acquisition that happened after they had already right put out trailers for right. like, their game coming to playstation and xbox and all and that. they see they see you know playstation and xbox collecting all these devs and they're like well i guess we need to start somewhere so typhoon's their first, I believe. Yeah, so it's called Journey to the Savage Planet. It it looks to me pretty identical to No Man's Sky. Uh, right, and s- space truckers. Yeah, yeah I right. think a lot of the stuff they showed in the trailer was just this dude hopping around what looked like procedurally, procedurally. Jeez, what a word! Got it that time. Uh, generated world, <laughs> kind of like No Man's Sky, with a bunch of weird creatures and fauna and flora, all that kind of stuff. Um, that. Sure, looks interesting. I think it's it's a good look for Stadia, I guess. It kind of gives you a little bit of hope <laughs> that they, they might not just be folding after their initial... <laughs> yeah. They can't be buying companies if they plan on just shutting or, the doors. Or they can, because it's Google. <laughs> so, yeah. who knows? They just got money. <laughs> that, that was probably the backup plan for Typhoon Studios. There was like, uh, yeah, sure, you can buy us, but... Uh, if this doesn't work out, we're still going to put out our game on these other platforms because who knows if you'll be around by the time this game actually comes out. We'll see. <laughs> so, yeah, good luck, Stadia. It's it's quite the uphill battle you guys have, but if anybody's got the money to do it, it's Google. So, oh, show. Um, next thing up, Puma Gaming Socks. No, thank uh, you. <laughs> no jokes. This is a thing. Uh, just last week, they released what they have dubbed as active gaming footwear to the public <laughs> in Australia. The irony! <laughs> in the UK for a whopping $105. So these quote-unquote socks are made for indoor or arena use only. <laughs> and they boast seamless comfort, support, and grip so gamers can adapt in different gaming modes. Like literally, they have different settings on them. It's, this is an onion article, right? Did you, did you you accidentally pick this up no, from the onion? No, it's really not. This was a, no, this was IGN, sir. So, for all you people that really have nothing better to spend money on, chocolate, go buy yourself some gaming socks. I don't like these socks are made for arena use. Like, what in the Dude, world does that they, mean? They look like race. Race driver shoes, but with no laces or actual leather or anything. Oh, yikes! This is a uh, yeah. Do yourself a favor. Pause the podcast, or if you're listening to it, just uh, bring up your phone and Google <laughs> gaming socks. It's not a joke, people. They're here and they're over a hundred dollars a pair. 
and this is not the this this may just be the first of a trend because supposedly in a couple of months Ninja's supposed to unveil some hundred and fifty dollar pair of Adidas that he has a endorsement with socks. I don't know if they're socks, but they're God, still I hope they're shoes at least. Going to be dubbed gamer shoes, so what? whatever that what means. That? <laughs> Who wears shoes when they're gaming? I don't know. I want gaming slippers. Give me a nice pair of gaming slippers. Maybe I'll think about it. Yeah. Xbox has it right where they just give you giant pajamas. Yeah, just that, give me a giant know. onesie. That's really all I'm interested in. With pockets for TV remotes and controllers. and. At this point you know, of my life, a gaming onesie makes the most sense out of all of these. So Let's do it. Yeah, so that's the, that's a thing. Yikes. Just look forward to... Uh, the the line of gaming socks coming out probably next year. Was it a was it a light news? Yeah, week? Dude, is that what's happening? Nothing going on. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another <laughs> hot off the press news story. Oh. <laughs> Apple Arcade introduces an annual sub. So for you fi- gotta be kidding me. <laughs> yeah. So for fifty bucks a year, you can get unlimited access to Apple Arcade. So it'll save you ten dollars a year because it's five bucks a month. So if you're really into those Apple Arcade games and foresee yourself playing them for a whole year, you can save ten bucks. Yeah, hey, I think I think there's a decent amount of quality there. I'd also right, yeah, it's definitely you get your money's worth. Even though it saves me ten dollars a year, I would it. still love the ability to shut it off for a couple months when I don't see anything I like. Right. So we'll see. Exactly. Unless you have like something like you've got to play like Stardew or something like something, that, you're yeah, maintaining exactly. all the time, then. So cool. Yeah, that's a it's a thing. Imagine that. So have you seen the trailer for Prologue from Player Unknown? I have not. I'm excited for PUBG too though. <laughs> well, uh NF Orbs article he confirmed that it's not gonna be PUBG two or even a shooter. Wait, what? So yeah, Brendan Green, better known as Player Unknown, has confirmed that his next game is not gonna be a shooter. Uh last week he dropped a thirty second teaser trailer. Um, that shows a dark and stormy forest. You can hear some dogs barking off in the distance, and you were just kind of looking around feverishly, kind of in a in a panic. So it may be a survival horror type game, but I think he's got a whole um, slew of different types of games that he may want to bring out here in this new company that they've they've developed. That's uh, I mean, it's interesting. I don't know what I would get out of a PUBG two really. Right. I, I, f- I feel like PUBG can just be like a standalone platform that they just keep yeah, innovating yeah. on. Like if, exactly. if you're looking game as a service right, type deal. And it's like, if you're looking to make it look better, just like make your next map be the best looking map or something. Like, I don't know. I feel like there's ways right. where they don't have to have a PUBG two, just like how there will never be a Fortnite two kind of, I don't know. Well, they, they kind of just did a Fortnite well, two, didn't they? Chapter yeah, chapter two, I guess. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they took it off the internet for yeah, three does years. Does that count? Like you, you were never waiting for the next one. It's kind of just like, hey, this is the next I DLC. Wasn't. Well, I yeah. wasn't, but I know there were all sorts of angry moms in the chat <laughs> blogs saying, "My kid lost thousands of dollars of skins. This is unacceptable." Oh, lady, you need to sit. Calm down, down Becky. Exactly. <laughs> um, no, I think this is cool though. Um, I, I can honestly say I would be more excited for whatever this is going to be rather than a PUBG two. Right. So. Yeah, and it's nice to be able to you know expand on your game making abilities and kind of get out of the box and do something that you haven't done before and challenge yourself. 
yeah. So no, I'm all I'm, those cliches. Exactly. <laughs> Looking forward to it for sure. No more news. No more news. Hey, we did it. Um, there are, a, if you want to call them games, <laughs> there is some new stuff coming out next week. Um, Tell me. And I'm just going to rattle. Uh, yeah, I'll rattle through them quick. Uh, if any of these sound interesting, you let me know. Demons with shotguns. Hmm. We already have a good game called Doom. Hades about the devil and stuff. So pass. Right. Uh, Xenoraptor. Nope. Anything of Xeno, I'm going to pass just because of Xeno played two. So. <laughs> Got him. <'em. laughs> That one's at you, Cobbs. Uh, we also have T- Tamashi, the the Natsuki Chronicles, Princess Maker, Stramium Immort- Immortally. Okay. Immort- immortality? Uh, like I should say Immortality, but no, it's definitely just Immortality. Okay, Immortally. Weird. Uh, and also the Clocker. I will say the Clocker has the most interesting art. Uh, that looks like it's only coming out on Xbox on the 27th. Uh, so apparently game devs do not believe in Christmas or releasing good games for you for Christmas. Spend some time with your family. Right. I guess that's they're, what they're saying. They don't get Christmas off. They're like, nope, two days till launch. I need you in the office. Yeah. So, I mean, everything that was going to come out this year and be good has probably already come out. So I would yeah. stick, Just stick to your backlog, folks. Yeah. Everything's on sale. Yes, exactly. Go. So there's got to be good games. Don't buy junk. <laughs> precisely all right um great we got through the news got through the new games that means we have one thing left do you know what it is yep it's when we get to interact with our community mailbag you've got mail All right. First question for the mailbag comes in from Kaboski. Is there a single-player game that you've been wanting to replay again? Hmm. That is simple and straightforward, and I will say I do have an answer. I'd like to know if Cobbs has an answer, but he didn't answer That's it true. in he the question. That's true. He did not answer. So, um, I'd like to say Witcher 3, but I'm still playing through it for the first time, for the Does third that, time. So. Yeah, right? Does that count as replaying when I'm on my 17th turn of replaying? Um, right. Didn't you mention, because the Witcher TV series obviously came out, or uh, for Netflix yeah. or whatever, uh, and you said it's like one of the top played games on Steam right now? So Yeah, it's like competing with uh, Red Dead Online. As far as the top so concurrent game players, so that's you know. Guess we should hop on it, huh? Yeah, and actually, I look. Steam's having a sale right now, so if anybody's playing PC games, you can literally get Witcher and Witcher Two for like five dollars. <laughs> it's the amount of times that game has been on sale for nothing. <laughs> yeah, and Witcher Three is, I, I think, like ten or fifteen. Yeah. So you can get the whole collection for under twenty bucks. The uh, the first game that came to mind for me was Bioshock. Uh, and that is solely because I remember, like, the thoughts I have of that game uh, were that it's in, like, one of my top five games of all time. But I haven't, I literally played it through once, and that was it. And it was right when it came out. So I have no idea. And I know you went back to play it, uh, like, a year ago or so, right? Or something. And I remember you not having great things to say about it. And I was like, no, how can that be? This is, like, one of my favorite yeah. games of all time. And. I'm like nervous to go back to it. No, so, like, it's it's just me. It's just not my my type of game. I okay. like Outer Worlds was fine, but it's not my type of game. All right, 
You know what I mean? So I, I maybe I just don't like the first person RPG yeah, type games. I think that is probably the one game that I've always thought about going back to and it's not even a super long game it's just it's tough for me to play a game a second time like it's tough enough for me to get through a game a, a first time right. so doing it for a second time yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna have to be controversial probably this year for the first time and maybe put some games in my game of the year list that i didn't finish so. hey that's a i think that's fine i think you'll see it more than yeah, once well, it's gonna have to be <laughs> <Exactly>. right <laughs> Because that's what time has afforded me this year. So uh, I was getting <laughs> if, ready for game of the year. I was just looking over what what stuff's come out, what I've finished, and it was kind of like, right. huh, this is gonna be tougher than I thought, and not because there's a hundred amazing games vying for positions. <laughs> no, yeah, that's what, it. It it's not a down year in games, but it feels like it is just because of yeah, last year. We got, I think. we got spoiled these last few years, so. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, Big time. No, it'll still be great. And I should have mentioned at the top of the show, but we are having our Game of the Year episode next episode. So um, tune in for that. Should be yep. a good time. I'll be recording from Arizona, which is another time zone away from Bear. <laughs> Maybe we're just going to have everyone send in their <laughs> yeah, own gonna, audio, and I'll mix it all together. <laughs> oh, wow. Your editing skills are good, huh? Oh, you have no idea. Years of <laughs> practice at this point. <laughs> All right, uh, next question comes in from Mere Designations. He says, in honor of Star Wars coming out, what color and style, anything goes, of lightsaber would you have? Oh, interesting. You have a quick answer? Green. Okay, boring. Why green? Yeah, sorry. I like green. It's cool. My favorite color. And isn't like a, a sign of virtue or something in Star Wars? I know they all mean something. That sounds good to me. If you had just told me that, I would have been like, yeah. I agree. I can look it up real quick while you tell uh, me. Your well, answer. my next question would be: What type? What, is it just like a standard lightsaber? Like just yeah, but it'll have a fancy handle. It's not gonna be a double thing or oh, nice, yeah. like wrapped in leather or something. Yeah, definitely some leather. Maybe some you know some crystals or something on it. Yeah, nice. Bling it out. Yeah, with like super glue and little like dollar store crystals and stuff. That'll look cool. I was thinking just borrow my kids be dazzler. Yeah, dude. Just go to town. I think this is going to be great. You could have just went with like the color yellow for your lightsaber or something. Maybe bright pink. No. Speaking of bright pink, my lightsaber would be purple. And you want to know why? Because there's been one Jedi that I'm aware of that's had a purple lightsaber, and that was Mace Windu. Mace. And I loved the way that lightsaber looked, and I was always so mad that I haven't seen another purple lightsaber pop up. Maybe it has in like some of the comics or something that I just haven't seen, but... I always loved Mace Windu's lightsaber. It's just purple looks so good as a lightsaber. And it would also be double-sided, obviously. But I want it to be double-sided with the ability to, like, break it in half into two different lightsabers. Because I think, like, the dual lightsaber fights are so good. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, the green is basically just, like, the second most common lightsaber. And it just is, shows uh, that you... you rely on the force quite a bit so well then you're just gonna be chucking stormtroopers off cliffs and stuff so that's cool yeah but there's also a black lightsaber <gasps> that's like in the lore or whatever that sounds like it would be a sith weapon like red it sounds pretty cool though um, so another color we haven't seen but i think might be cool is orange that might just kind of look like fire i guess but i have an orange one but there we go look at that 
in the um, Force. What is that game? The, the, the Dark Souls one. Fallen Order. Fallen Order. So many Star there Wars things. I can't keep track of them all. My, my yeah, my brain the, uh, is putting. I, it I thought point. that one said was yellow. Maybe you're colorblind. Maybe I'm colorblind. It, it could be. It's it's a yellowish orange. You know. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I think it's a good so, Anyways, good question. Go Star Wars. Yeah, I gotta go see it still. So do it. I've heard it's terrible. That's I've heard it's great. terrible from so many people. <laughs> I know. I enjoyed it. So I enjoyed okay, it, good. and every person that I've like Lewis enjoyed it. Even Dan, who probably isn't a huge fan of it at this point. He's a whole he poker. Was, yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. He said it was better than he thought it was going to be. So. That's something. Oh, cool. I guess. Well, I told my wife one time, so I got to be a man of my word and take her when we're down in Arizona. Do it. Should be fun. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Uh, next question comes in from Ronan. He says, with the holidays pretty much here, do you guys incorporate games into your family time? Uh, something like busting out the Switch with all your extended family present, uh, or do you just forego games until the holiday season has passed? Uh, you were telling me earlier about a new family tradition you might be starting this year. So, and that has to do with games. So let's hear it. Yep. Yep. I I got Luigi's Mansion downloading right now in the other room on the Switch, and we are going to. We always let our kids open up one present on Christmas Eve. It's kind of a tradition I did when I was a little kid. I don't know if you guys did the same thing or not. No, I like it. Yeah, though. and so, but usually they used to, you know. My mom would let us pick, and sometimes you like you'd open socks or something. You're just like, seriously? Oh crap! I picked <laughs> I picked the worst gift. At least you got it out of the way, I guess. Right, but then everybody's playing with their toys you're or just whatever, and you just making got sock socks. puppets in the corner by yourself, yeah. <laughs> like a real weirdo. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I'm starting a tradition with my kids: is we're gonna give them the the board games, and I'm gonna buy a new Switch game every year for us to play as a family together. So this year is going to be Luigi's Mansion 3 because I hear it's getting a lot of uh, low-key hype. It's a really good game. So Yeah, dude. I was talking at Waterloo. I was talking to him like a month ago when, he, when it came out, and he was like, this is like my favorite Switch game. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, actually? Uh, he loves that game, though. And I've never played any of the older ones, so definitely let me know how it is. Yeah, I will. Um, I've heard nothing but good things about it, so... I look forward to playing with it, but um, I'm going to be playing with my daughter, so I will pack my patience. Pack, pack it up real <laughs> <Yeah>. good. <laughs> Don't let it slip out and start yelling on Christmas Eve. No, I said go that way. <laughs> Just go to bed. <laughs> Santa's not coming. Sounds like I'm practiced, huh? <laughs> A little. Uh, what about you? You got any game traditions? Um... Not really. We play, I will play like board games on Christmas Eve, just like whatever my parents have mm -hmm. laying around. But no, we don't have, I don't really have any traditions like that. I think when I have kids, that'll definitely change because games are such a big part of my life, uh, like board games and video games. Right. So I'll definitely be doing mm -hmm. something like that. But uh, it's usually just hanging out with my parents and they don't video game very much at this point. So, yeah. So that's, yeah. That's the other end of the question. I'm, you know, I kind of don't play my Xbox as much as I'd like to in December because there's other people around and I don't need to occupy my TV with right. a video game that nobody else cares about. Well, that's why you got this nice PC that doesn't take up the living room TV. Right. Yeah. 
But then I'm hiding in my room and being antisocial. I know, and that's just the worst. So, I don't know. I can't have a perfect world. I guess uh, Game Pass is a perfect world. Or not... Uh, X-Cloud. Jesus, my brain is pudding. X-Cloud. <laughs> but, you know, we had an experience with that over the last week, too. And mul- or multiplayer on X-Cloud is not ideal. It's, yeah, we're... That was the one we were playing Sea of Thieves. Should have mentioned that earlier, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was tough. You were you were talking to us, and all we heard was ourselves echoing really loudly. We were like, "Moose, what are you doing right now?" Right. And then the lag was so bad that I would just, I just basically be a human yeah, meat I'll have shield to, and go I'll have to die try that on my time. internet at some point when we're doing it. I'm like, I know you have decent internet, and so do I. So I just wonder mm-hmm. if it was a weird. I should, yeah one-off kind of issue or because i've never had problems with latency as far as single player stuff goes but like you said you got in there and could barely play the game right so that's kind of uh, interesting yeah yeah it's not great it was it was unplayable almost you know i could i could move the sails and i could you know do the the remedial things on deck but that was about it i could carry things back to the boat you weren't about to get in pvp battles with <laughs> other ships no well i tried i tried real <laughs> hard but yeah um cool so it'll be a thing ask me uh ask me a f- five to ten years from now and maybe i'll have a better answer for you all right uh this next one comes in from aimster looking forward into 2020 are you all excited about any specific game or consoles if you all say cyberpunk that'd be deemed a correct answer from myself thank you for answering your question aimster. dude right like uh, if that's not your most anticipated game for 2020, right? What is? What other games are coming out in 2020? I don't think any other <laughs> games are coming out in 2020. Yeah, it's just Cyberpunk and new consoles. That's all um, for real though. I think is weird looking as the Avengers look in this new Avengers game. I love yeah the Avengers and Marvel as a whole. So I'm interested. I'm looking forward to that for sure. Yeah, I'm looking forward to um, Watch Dogs. Um, oh, Watch Dogs 3. Yeah, or, whatever they call it. Yeah, but 3. If it actually ends up coming out. You Watch know Dogs I mean? Legion? Legion. Legion, there you go. Because the, everything's been delayed because Breakpoint's been so terrible. Yeah. I mean, good. So, it needs to be... They yeah. need to take a second and be like, why does everyone hate this so much? And then remove all of why everyone hated Breakpoint from whatever they were going to put into that game. Out of all their Good games. Lord. Right. So, And I'm also looking forward to hopefully another Assassin's Creed title next year. Yeah, dude. They've been killing it. So uh, maybe I'll play the second, or Odyssey <laughs> at some point here. Yeah. Dude, you got to. That game's let's let, you'll feel like uh I feel when I'm playing through The Witcher. Like, why am I playing this game when it's two years old and it's so awesome? Yeah. Um oh, another now that I brought up a list, there's a thousand things I could say, of course. Right. Uh Wasteland three taking place in your backyard. Uh it literally <laughs> that that's my type of game though. I think <laughs> that's I'll give it a shot. It's not my type of game, but I will give it a shot. Maybe one of these games will catch me and I'll I'll be a, a strategy, ninety nine percent miss guy. Or are you just gonna be playing Doom Eternal? Yeah, just yeah, that mindless murder all day. I will definitely be doing that <laughs> for sure. Uh, yeah, twenty twenty is gonna be dope. I'm I'm excited for yeah. the new Xbox, even if it looks like the ugliest thing I've ever seen. 
dude, they have one skin for it that makes it look like it's an old, like, you know, Microsoft DOS tower with like a three and a half inch floppy disk drive on it. And it looks so cool. With that, I'm gonna like, have to find. I'm gonna find when, some way to make this thing look cool. You know what I'm talking about? With like that gray tan, that, like plastic uh, color. Yeah, and th- <laughs> that sounds fine. <laughs> I just, guess you know the public school computer basically is what you're looking right. at. Right? No, I just they're so close to just making a PC. Just just make a like they I might know. as well throw Windows 10 on there and let you just browse a the decent web, browser like, at easily. least. Because I need to yeah. watch my illegal stream somewhere. Enable mouse and keyboard. Like you, right. We're dangerously close to them just being PC makers. And that's where I'm torn at this point because, you know, it, it is going to be quite a bit of an upgrade from the X, but I don't think my TV is going to show it. Right. And if you're. And also, I could put that money into my PC and make That's what that, I'm saying. And know, if people don't know. Much better. We, we were briefly talking about becoming a family thing on Steam. My biggest selling point for consoles up to this point was like, yeah, but I can game share. Like, I can game share on Switch and PlayStation and Xbox. I get everything so cheap. Little did I know right. that on Steam, you can game right. share with up to four other people on 10 right. different devices. <laughs> So you can each have two computers like, each. Yeah, I've got my laptop and my desktop, and I have your whole library and whoever else's mm-hmm. libraries that join the family. Oh, I actually, like, I might have another guy to join our family too, my neighbor. Hope, he's like, hopefully yeah, he's a big PC info. nerd, and he's yeah, got right? like 3,000 games. Dude, that's all he plays is PC games. So. so, yeah, I'm just... But I think that's a great point that you bring up. If this is a $600 thing like that can that can go so far as far as you upgrading your current pc so like and you're not going to be missing out any titles by having the s or the x we have our x we have at least initially like it's all microsoft doing is pushing they're like yeah we want you to be able to play your games wherever so it's like all my first party stuff i can play on pc as well like at this point i'm more excited i hate to say it for the PS5 over the Xbox One X Series, uh, I X. got the Pro, so I'm you know I'm good there right, too. You're kind of so topped I off. I really everywhere. need to just throw the money into my PC. So at, at least point. we answered those questions. <laughs> now you know where the money needs right. to get thrown. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that's going to happen. As soon as the, the you know the hype happens and the pre-order, and then the FOMO sets in, there. and you're like, oh, I need one, don't <laughs> yeah, I? Yeah, exactly. I need one. That's what happened with the X. I just started calling freaking GameStops all over the place and be like, did somebody come I get their one. Scorpio? Did somebody not one. come get their Scorpio? And then finally the one down the street <laughs> called me and they're like, we got one. And you're like, damn it, I have to buy it now. And I was like, all right, well, let me call my wife and tell her I'm spending $500 real yep. quick. <laughs> 2020 should be pretty damn excellent, though, and I think there's a lot of stuff to get excited about. Yeah. Um. All right. No matter what platform you play, it's going to be a good year. A hundred percent, dude. And owning the more the merrier. Right. Just buy as many as you can without having to throw your family out in a snowbank. And I think that, you know, for the most part, console exclusives is going to be a thing of the past. And, you know, it's just whatever platform you prefer to play on, play on it. And hopefully cross play. Oh, God, we need it so bad. That's what's oh, yeah, rough. With Destiny right now, it's brutal. And, yeah, and it hasn't been this bad in a while where it's like, yeah. I've got like five people all play on PC, but then there's still like 
two or three stragglers that only have Xbox, so like we have to go right. back and play on Xbox. And once you've been playing on a PC, it's tough. So yeah, yeah not to poop on all the consoles, which they're still great and obviously got me into the hobby, but PCs are so nice. Mm-hmm. All right, next question. This one comes in from Rocker. Why do you think all of the Game of the Years are released mid-December? Two years running now, Donut County released mid-December 2018, and now <laughs> Goose Game in mid-December 2019. I can't wait to see 2020's animal-themed Game of the Year. I hope it's a possible. <laughs> well, you know, you just got to go with the uh, the mischievous animals. and I, I don't know if possum are one of them, are they? You got a raccoon and a goose so far. Yep. I don't, yeah. One of the next, I guess mice would be one, maybe. Don't possums just play dead? Dude, they're mean, dude. They like Isn't hiss that at you. And they're angry? Yeah. That's not fun. Uh uh-uh. uh. What a fun animal. It'll probably just be Animal Crossing. That comes out in 2020. So if you're really looking for a game of the year contender that's all about animals, yeah. there you go. N- notice neither one of us said we were looking forward to that game. Nope. <laughs> maybe I'll figure it out someday. <laughs> No, I think you got to figure it out. It's just it's a nothing. big just offended three people to listen to the podcast. I'm really sorry. <laughs> sorry about your animal sim, guys. Oh, boy. Um, and then the last question, which Chocolate decided not to throw in here, uh, comes in from Sweeney. He wants to know, why doesn't Chocolate use spell check on all the tweets he puts out? <laughs> you know? I can't answer for the bear, Sweeney. but... <laughs> We, I think he's just always in a hurry. That's what we'll say. My my initial. He's like the bat, the the white rabbit from uh, Snow White, just <laughs> always running behind. My first thought was that at one point, like all these words that he misspells, he tapped them and saved them into his like spell check library. So he's just <sighs> accidentally saved a bunch of wrong words. So his phone's just like. He's yeah. He's done it so many times that his phone just yeah, adapted to him. The phone's like, oh, okay, sir. I guess if you like the this- word bot is now just a. F- officially brought because right. i don't think he's ever and he's like man bot, right <laughs> i hate this duck this game and you're like well that probably was supposed to be a different word but yep that's right bear we love you sometimes, we know what you mean sometimes i need to be like let's start over <laughs> explain to me what you're trying to say to me all right uh and there was there was one other thing that we could discuss briefly and just maybe throw some titles out there. Sweeney was talking about possibly games of the decade since we're going into a new decade next week. Um, just off the top of my head, I would say Witcher 3, um, God of War, Titanfall 2. <laughs> uh, Destiny 2. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Game of the generation of my entire life. And just took you a long while to get, you know, get back into her. Get back into it. I did. I'm here now. I decided once I get to my 2000 mark in hours played, that's when I get my hunter tattoo. So, oh Jesus! Somebody mark me on that one. Timestamp. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Force me to get the tattoo. Here's the video game tattoos. Boom. Just. At least the hunter is a cool one. Nobody will know, you know. Only hunters will know, and it just looks like a cool just tattoo. Just subtle not, enough so. to be a good video game tattoo, and not right. not be a giant Pac-Man exactly. on my bicep. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh God. So what yes. what are you thinking? Maybe some some games of the decade. Dude. Obviously, you said Destiny too. I mean, Destiny is my biggest one, and by like. Yeah, just the the franchise in general. 
you know yeah and it's not even like i'm into it right now super hardcore because i am obviously right i haven't put in like a third of the time that i put into destiny one that i put into destiny two so far like i i've just that game was my life back in the day dude like i met so many people through lfgs back in the day just like randoms doing the vault of glass for hours and hours with Mm -hmm. these people that were just like i had never met and that whole community like the people that are still around like in forums and stuff are some of like the nicest and most understanding people you obviously have your toxic people who are always the loudest in every fandom but uh yeah i don't know it's such a good community and i also think you stole the other games of the generation by saying the witcher and titanfall yeah (laughs) (laughs) titanfall 2 (laughs) i put that one in as a joke just to piss off cabo but god of war has got to be up there breath of the wild like yeah that's that's what i was thinking uh, about earlier today too horizon zero dawn they on a lot of those games came out like the same year that's why it's impossible to look back uh this year and try to even compare it to some yeah. of the past years we've had even yeah even the new spider-man game could be in contention yeah dude, that was that was my game of the year over god of war god of war is probably like the better game in quotes right. but i liked spider-man more than that and i loved god of war so yeah dude lots of good games right so good time to be alive to play video games good time and to be gaming all we need is more time yeah just gonna get better just gotta get better cages for my kids wait We'll take that out. Yep. Edit. Scribble, scribble, scribble. <laughs> send them off to college. That's what you were going to say. Just yeah, need to college, send them off to college. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, everyone. Thanks for sending in the questions. You guys are wonderful. Uh, if you want to send in questions, get them to us however you can. Uh, but we do have a monthly mailbag questions channel right inside of Discord. And links to the Discord are in the show notes. <sighs> we didn't moose did a two-man show uh we did it in yeah. not quite 45 minutes but hey when there's stuff to talk about which there really wasn't we somehow maybe we're, we're, i'm talking too much that's what it is nah we just get excited about stuff it's passion people enjoy hearing our passion come through the airwaves we love the video games that's right and we will have you know that we love them all right um head on over to itunes rate us do all that fun stuff. Give us five stars. Tell us about why we're your favorite podcast or even like second or third favorite podcast. I'll take that for sure. Um, so yeah, do that. Discord, like I mentioned before, links for that are in the show notes. We're all there every day chatting about whatever. We currently have a Rise of the Skywalkers channel that is uh, opt-in only, so you're not going to see spoilers. But if you do want to get in talk about that, tell me how I'm wrong for enjoying the movie hop into discord and do it there and our uh, tv and movies channel is pretty much all blacked out because everybody's talking about witcher Uh, yeah there's i probably should make (laughs) should probably make a witcher channel i should just have a spoilers channel and uh just don't click on it if you haven't if you're not up to date with current pop culture um yeah great go to discord place to be for sure uh if you'd like to support the show you can head on over to patreon.com slash cag podcast um we're kind of a little laxed on our free articles right now it's the holidays everyone's busy moose has had mother and father-in-laws in in his house for like seven weeks at this point just it's kind of draining but in the best way right something like that (laughs) uh yep for sure uh so with the new year around the corner uh (laughs) look forward 
to something. I'm assuming, let's put up a, uh, I'll just say it now, let's put up a New Year's resolutions for gaming. We'll throw up an article about that in the coming weeks at some point, so keep an eye out for that. Oh um, I'll do it. I'll get it done. No, I'll, find, I'll figure out some resolutions. We'll get it done. I think I need to stop cussing around my kids. That's a good one, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> they're going to get in a lot of trouble when they're in school. Nah, they're daddy words. They okay, know that. Okay, perfect. We know we don't say daddy words in school. I like it a lot. Um, like always, I'd like to shout out our top tier contributor. That's Chaotic. Thanks for the continued support, Chaotic. Yes, sir. Uh, and, you, and the rest of you out there. If you're looking for an alternative way to support the show, we do have a merch store. It's through Spreadshirt. A link for it are in the show notes. Uh, it's a little late for Christmas, but if you have a bel- belated Christmas gift that you need to give to somebody mm-hmm. or something, get them a hoodie. Get them a get them a hat. Mm-hmm. Get them a backpack. Get them get them something cool. Or if you didn't get what you wanted, buy yourself what you wanted. Yeah, was that Cross Atlantic Gaming hoodie not under your tree? Well, now's the perfect time to go in there and buy it yourself. Exactly. Merry Christmas. Uh, Here's to your family not knowing you at all. Exactly. If you want to follow (laughs) us on Twitter and Instagram, we are at CAG Podcast. And lastly, if you need to reach out via email for anything, CAGpodcast at gmail.com. Com. If you want to reach me, I am at Risky the Kid everywhere. Moose, how about you? Uh, Moosenstein8314 everywhere. All right. And Chocolate Bear, this is where you send all the hate mail. ChocolateBear80 at gmail.com. Sorry, Chocolate. Anyways, thank you, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming. We'll catch you guys next week for an all-new episode. Goodbye. Merry Christmas, y'all. Santa jokes for you. All right. So, how much did Santa pay for his sleigh? No idea. Nothing. It was on the house. <laughs> yep. That was a good one, huh? Yeah, it's good. It's good. I like it. All right. So, why is Santa so good at karate? I don't know. He's got a black belt. Not as good. I know. Not as good. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any? What kind of Christmas carols do you sing to fruit? What? Have yourself a berry little Christmas. It's not really a type of Christmas carol. That's just a specific. That was poorly written. Uh, (laughs) Fatherly.com. Fatherly.com. Your source for all great dad jokes. Maybe. Wow. (laughs) What is the best Christmas song to sing to your pet rock? What? God, these are bad. Rocking around the Christmas tree. Hey, that's not a bad one. It could have been worse, I guess. Right. 
Alright, let's find the last one of the Christmas season. Okay, well, I gotta go before you then. What do you call a snow monster that has a six-pack? What? The abdominal snowman. (laughs) Okay, here we go. (laughs) The last one for the Christmas season. How do you know when Santa's around? It smells like cinnamon and candy canes. No, it smells like Santa farts. But that's not the answer. You can always sense his presence. 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 <laughs> that's ah. what you did there. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yep. Merry Christmas. <laughs>